Hello and welcome to the Hoosie Podcast with me, Phil. And me, Paul. And on this week's show, we'll be going back to our Series 3 retrospective for the first time since January. And unfortunately, folks, this week it's Daleks in Manhattan. Yeah, it's fun to why we haven't come back to it sooner. <laughs> we, we can only put it off for so long. Oh. So I've, I've had a couple of sleepless nights, <laughs> as we discussed pre- prior to the show. So, um, yeah, so we'll, we'll be kind on to that later. But first, let's have a little bit of news. And I suppose the big thing for this week is the missing episodes for Argo. Yes. Uh, they are most definitely missing, aren't they? So it appears. Yes, unfortunately, uh, that was... I'm not going to say it was a hoax as such. I think it was probably just a rumour that got out of control. Yeah. More than anything else. I don't think yeah. it was a, a deliberate ploy to, to fool anybody. Um yeah, it, it, it was wishful thinking overtaking fact, wasn't it? It was, um, because towards the end of what's the end of last week when, when we recorded, uh, it was sort of losing momentum a little bit, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, but then at the beginning of the week, uh, it, or sort of middle of the week, sorry, about not on the sort of 19th of June, there was a little um, sort of statement come out that there was a, a big shipment had um, been found from Africa. Yes. Now there was a, unfortunately it was um, apparently there were credits to a guy called Philip Morris uh, from the TIEA. Now basically what they do they go around looking for basically TV shows and, and things that have been sort of shipped out to uh, what were then known as the colonies and see if there's any any left lying around and they sort of bring them back and re- you know, help to have them restored. Now apparently they they this is the weird thing the it was reported in tonnage there were three tons of Doctor Who. Videotapes, bowl accounts. Yes. Yeah, three tons. Um, now this went absolutely um, berserk on Twitter. Um, Ian Levine also said did a complete about about turn and said no, it's true. You know, we, we've seen the uh, the shipping docket and everything, uh, which doesn't mean anything really. And as it turned out, it didn't mean anything because Philip no. Morris then had to release a statement, basically saying that um, they don't hold any episodes of Doctor Who. All the original videotapes were wiped, and any film copies were returned to the BBC or sent to landfill. Um, and basically, he sort of closed it off by saying, they are not missing, but destroyed. The end. And he said he will not be making any more statements on the subject. No. So I think that's pretty conclusive, really, isn't it? It is, um, unfortunately. Yeah. I think it would have been a little bit too uh, fairy tale. Wouldn't it really to have all these missing episodes turn up in the fiftieth year? Yeah, yeah. So it's a bit of a shame. It is a shame. And, and, unless, of course, somebody that did have them suddenly decided, "Oh well, what the hell?" Yeah, exactly. So they, well, it did get people quite excited. All yes. that, but uh, unfortunately, it was not to be. It was not back to, to be. reality. Yeah, indeed, indeed. So, um, anyway, moving on from that. Uh, during the week there, well, actually on Friday actually, there was a special recorded message from Matt Smith, uh, which which was um, recorded in Detroit, where he's making his uh, feature film, How to Catch a Monster. Uh, basically, it's a big thank you to all the cast and crew, and especially a big, big thank you to all the fans yes. of Doctor Who as well. Um, nice message. Have you, have you watched it, Paul? Yes, I have, yes. Yeah, yeah I thought it was very, very, um, very nice and everything. Does it not strike you that was a little bit odd that he's doing it now? As opposed to after, after the Christmas... Yeah. After he's actually finished? Yeah. Was a bit. 
It has to be said. Yeah, which makes me think he's already gone. So you think this is all smoke and daggers with the... Yeah, or... or... Cloak and Dags or Smoke and Mirrors, even. Yeah, uh, yeah. whichever. Yeah. <laughs> whichever. You a could... bit of both. Yes. Yes, yeah, so distracts then stab us in the back. <laughs> <laughs> You've not taken his leaving well, have you? No. <laughs> <laughs> come out the fog and attack us. <laughs> exactly. Oh, Jack the Ripper, he is. Cool, lovey strike, I like Governor. Um, yeah, no, it just strikes me as a bit odd to, to say... You know, thank you to, yeah, yeah. to all the cast and crew as well. Um, Considering he's supposed to still be going back to film the Christmas special. Yeah, indeed. Now, it could be, you know, um, like two and two equals five here. Um, you know, it could be reading something into it that isn't there. But it, it does seem a bit strange. Yeah. <laughs> We've got rid of one rumour for this week. So <laughs> we want another rumour. Let's do we? the other one. Exactly. <laughs> We've got to have a new rumour every week. We got to, we got to, and and then have a have a rumour amnesty the following week. <laughs> yeah, then we, then we can explain. No, they've come out. They've officially denied these. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, next bit of news. Uh, Charles and Camilla are going to visit the uh, Doctor Who studios at Rothlock. On uh, apparently, it's going to be on Wednesday, the third of July, where they're going to be meeting cast and crew members, uh, which is part of the Wales annual. Is it annual Wales week? Right, they call it. And apparently, it's to um, they sort of tour the country and publicise Wales' uh, positive aspects. So it says here right, every year. Every in case year. people have forgotten since the previous year. Exactly. Dear oh dear, they must have. It's a happy, it's a live and vibrant place, Wales, Paul. Mm. Come on, you know it, it's there's there's always things going on there. I just don't know whether I could say that the fact that here you go is a man that's slightly out of time who's changed his companions. Come. <laughs> Ah, oh, well done. <laughs> oh, I like it. Oh, dear. Well, <laughs> apparently this isn't the first brush um, that Charles and Camilla have had with Doctor Who. Or not for uh, uh, Camilla, anyway. Mm. Apparently she opened the West Wiltshire show uh, in July 2009 and she encountered a Dalek and a TARDIS. Right. Which apparently was a, there was a, a display they dedicated to the programme. Ah, right. Yeah, okay. so... So there we go. There we go. That's, that's the Royal Seal of Approval in its 50th year. Yeah. Doesn't, yes. get, much, doesn't get much better than that, better folks. Than that. Uh, indeed. Indeed. Right. Um, now, a little bit of BFI celebration um, updates here. I think we said a couple of weeks back, didn't we, when the uh, Seventh Doctor screen was going to be. Yes. Um, now, they've announced when the Ninth Doctor screen is going to be. It's going to be Saturday the 24th of August. And, and don't forget what we said last week. It is to do with the fact that because of um, scheduling problems, they're going to do the 8th Doctor in September. Yeah, Christopher uh, Eccleston can only do August, won't it? That that's the reason. it. That's it, yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, so as usual, it's a ballot system to get your tickets. So um, BFI champions enter the ballot on Monday the 1st of July. Members enter on Tuesday the 2nd. Uh, the ballot will close on Friday the 5th. And then entrants will be notified on Monday, the 8th of July, if they have been successful or not. Yes. There we go. Now, unfortunately, I'm not going to be around on Saturday, the 24th of August, so um, it's not worth much. Is that why they changed the schedule? It is, yeah. It was, actually, just to make sure I couldn't go. (laughs) Just because you said you just didn't want to miss the 8th Doctor, did you? (laughs) Changed it round. Well, just the thought that, sort of, you know, it's um, Eccleston probably will be there now and I'm not going. So. 
Uh, there's a bloody big pig flying out the front, mate. I'm telling you. So uh, yeah, so um, so there you go, folks. There you go. That's the uh, that's that's for the BFI. However, coming up right now, we have a bumper edition of Omega's Tech Corner. You pester me with trinkets. Right, we have quite a bit this week, haven't we, Paul? Yes, uh, we have quite a bit. Um, and quite right too, because Omega's Tech Corner has been missing from the airways for the last few weeks. So it's only right we come back with with absolutely loads of stuff for you. And um, this week, everything has been sourced from Forbidden Planet. And, well, they've gone cup crazy, haven't they? It's mug mug madness over there. Uh, They've got, um, yeah, there's a whole range of what they call 3D figural mugs. Uh, There's one for each Doctor. And basically, they're just Doctor Who Toby jugs, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. Um, People don't know what a a Toby jug is. They were sort of... um, well, they ran sort of like the 18th century when they sort of started up, Toby Jugs. Yeah. Weird li- a- yeah, weird little dumpy sort of figures of whatever and you sort of drink out the top of their heads. Well, basically, they, they've sort of done that with uh, with Doctor Who now, but you've got, it's all head and shoulders busts of each, uh, uh, of each Doctor. Doctor, yeah. Um, and we're looking at it and we're, the only thing that's caught our eye, isn't it, really, out of this is yeah. the fourth and the seventh Doctor who seem to have their hats on, and we can't quite work out where you drink from on them. No, uh, because all of the other doctors have got the top of the head missing, like a you know, like like a boiled egg. Um, but yeah, the, the fourth doctor and the, and the seventh doctor, there's actually no way to see where where you can actually drink out of. Yeah, we, we can't. We can only work out that you must have to take their hat off to drink. It's got to be like a lid, isn't it? It's got to be. Because I just look close at the photograph, and there is no opening in the top of that hat. No. So, um, it's a little place you can put a straw for it. I don't know. Well, that, <laughs> well, actually, looking at the um, looking at it uh, to be a closer view of the Tom Baker, it looks like it's a, it's a Tom Baker Doctor Zombie. If you look at the eyes, yeah. <laughs> Christ, that we want to drink out of that. Um, anyway, I was, I was just thinking the Eighth Doctor. You could have taken the wig off, couldn't you? <laughs> Since you hated the bloody thing so much, yeah. <laughs> no, it's um, then they're all. Uh, available for pre-order at the moment, and they're expected on Wednesday the 31st of July. Yes. Um, and then they're a reduced price of eight ninety nine. They mm. were originally for twelve ninety nine, so it says it's a 31% saving. Oh, there you go. There you go. There you go. Now, um, I, I said it was mug madness. It certainly is. Um, there's a giant 11 Doctors mug, also available for, from Forbidden Planet. That will be on sale from Friday the 28th of June. Uh, that is retailing at eight ninety nine, uh, which originally retailed at nine ninety nine, and basically it's just a massive mug with a bit of a mural of all eleven doctors on there. Yes, not much to write home about really, but um, yeah, there you go. But it's, I mean, the blurb when it tries to make it sound exciting, it's like, <laughs> it does. It does. It's a giant Doctor Who mug featuring all incarnations of the Earth's Defender, the Doctor. Now, if that doesn't want to make you drink out of that mug right now, I don't know what doesn't. Dear oh dear. <laughs> Now, um, for those of you who prefer your um, your drinks a bit harder, uh, rather than sort of like tea, teas and coffees and whatever, um, they're doing also a range, or anniversary range, I have to say, of uh, pint glasses. Yeah. Yeah, now it appears to be one for each doctor. Now, I think a few of them are already on sale, aren't they? What I yes. Can, what I can see. It looks like the one for the eighth doctor, one for the sixth doctor, are uh, expected to go on sale on Saturday the 31st of August. Uh, now, it's a, a, a set of two glasses. Um, now, it looks like it's like a, a silhouette of the Doctor, like a profile silhouette of the Doctor on um, 
on one of the glasses with sort of like seems to be like screenshots of different yes pictures of pictures of the doctor. Each set two glasses features a four color collage. Collage. That's the one I was looking for. Collage. There you go. Of unique fiftieth anniversary silhouette head art. Yes. Um, now, obviously, for Paul McGann, the collage is made up of the TV movie. That's it. So, yes. Yeah, well, maybe, that, maybe that's the, uh, the the collectible one or something. The interesting thing is, is do not microwave. I'm not quite sure how many pints you're going to microwave. Well, have you ever had your, your beer piping hot, Paul? <laughs> obviously, something we've missed. Obviously. It is. Obviously. Um, and on the other glass, it's just got um, the, the Doctor Who um, logo on it. So. Mm. I'd yes. love to have a look, look at a bottle of beer that says serve chilled or piping hot. <laughs> <laughs> or do not microwave. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what a bizarre line. Um Okay, now uh that retails for sixteen ninety-nine. Um it was originally going for nineteen ninety nine. There's a lot of savings to be had here. Oh, there's so many savings. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, <laughs> now um Another couple of things. See, it just keeps going. It just keeps going. Now, if you want um, somewhere to save up your money to buy those mugs, um, they're also doing a couple of um, money banks, as they call it, or piggy banks, as we used to call everything. No matter what shape it was, it was always called a piggy bank. Um, But you've got a Dalek money bank and a TARDIS money bank. Um, They both retail. Now, this is ridiculous. It's It's a money bank, right? It retails for $24.99. Yes, it's a money bank for Forbidden Planet. Yes, it, yes, <laughs> you're bloody right and all. Now the Dalek stands at 14 centimeters um, in height. Uh, the Tardis stands at 22 centimeters. However, it looks like now if you've got to pay 24.99 for uh, for these uh, items, you've also got to paint the bloody things yourself as well, which I find absolutely um, bizarre. I don't, if you're going to sell a model kit, sell it as a model kit. Don't try and sell it as something else, something that it isn't. Yeah. Really? Um, it's all about saving money, isn't it, for them? Oh, it is. <laughs> it is. Uh, now, that is expected. Uh, it's, on pre- it's on pre-order. It's expected on Sunday the 30th of June. Mm. So you've only got a week to wait, folks. How about that? I say, ne- ne- next time they release them, you'll just get a lump of clay through the post. Complete <laughs> <laughs> <it> yourself. <laughs> um, now, actually, shall I um, read the, the blurb for the, the Dalek one? Yeah, go actually, on, Actually, because... Um, so for Doctor enthusiasts and collectors everywhere, a chance to create your own ceramic masterpiece with acrylic paints on quality pottery. Uh, this great Dalek money bank comes with stickers and accessories that will complete your time-travelling experience. Oh, because my time-travelling experience has been pretty disappointing so far. It has, indeed. Um, the Dalek stands 40 centimetres high, as previously stated, and the item includes a paintbrush and blue, red, black and white paint so you can paint them and bring them to life. Um, it's, it's livable paint. Yes, it exterminates you as soon as you built the bloody thing. Uh, makes it makes a great conversation piece, <laughs> and, and, and it's a cool way to save your coins. Oh, what can't you microwave it either? No. <laughs> now I just want to look at the Tardis one. Uh, now that will also complete your time traveling experience. So as you need both of them to complete your time traveling experience. <laughs> That's just a lie, then, isn't it? I mean, if, it, if you need both, one of them can't complete your time traveling experience. Obviously, indeed. Now, apparently, the TARDIS um, also comes with a, a, a paintbrush and blue, red, black, and white paint. Oh, that red paint's handy then. Oh yeah, Jesus. Yeah. So, and again, it, it makes a great conversation piece and, and another cool way to save your coins. 
Is the red paint so you can recreate the scene where the Seventh Doctor shot? <laughs> That's one for all the ghouls out there. Just do a little splatter pattern on the front if you want. To. Exactly. Both your own little. <laughs> you put a little chalk outline on the floor where he dropped dead as well. <laughs> Uh, now, um, you found something as well, um, which is something else you can put your hard, your hard saved cash into. Um, I was going to say um, it's a Doctor Who. Doctor Who. I can't. Oh, I can't talk now. <laughs> Excitement's got too much. I've just for lost you, the will it? to live. I think actually, it's a Doctor Who jewelry box. Yes. It's <laughs> this, and the blurb here says uh, this Doctor Who TARDIS jewelry box is bigger on the inside than you might think. In other words, it's got a few drawers in it. Yes. Um, yes, it looks like a jewelry box in the shape of a TARDIS. I can I can only think this is this is the ultimate security device in the fact that no robber is going to be want to be seen carrying it. I so. think you're right, actually. So unless they've actually got time to empty it, your jewelry's safe. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's got uh, seven drawers, three metal hooks, and a ring hanger. Yeah. Uh, th- <laughs> there's space to keep your necklaces, rings, bracelets, and your Time Lord fob watches tidy. This sexy TARDIS jewelry box also features a built-in mirror! Exclamation mark. Uh, both practical and stylish, this TARDIS jewelry box is an idle gift for any Doctor Who fan. Yes. Well, I don't know about any Doctor Who fan there, but... <laughs> <laughs> no toast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they um, missed out the two words at the end. Now that that is available, um, a web price of twenty two ninety nine, also from Forbidden Planet, uh, but that's not expected to ship until the fifteenth of November. Just in time. Just in time for Christmas. It's an ideal g- g- Christmas gift for the kids. <laughs> I couldn't even say that properly. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> it is all your Christmases come up once. Oh, it is. <laughs> Oh, good God. Well, we did say that that was a bumper edition of Omega's Tat Corner, and I think you'll agree, that was some quality tat this week. Yes. It really was. Okay, then, folks. Right. I think I think that just about does that bit, doesn't it? So, yeah. coming up next is our uh, retrospective of Daleks in Manhattan. Well, again, again, I apologise. So, for another week, then, that was the news. <laughs> Okay then, folks, it's time. It's time to finally get it over with. It's our return to the Season 3 retrospective, and this week we're doing Daleks in Manhattan. Is the Statue of Liberty? Smell that Atlantic breeze! I've always wanted to go to New York. Mr. Diagoras, who are we working for? Behold your masters. Doctor? Run! Arm yourselves! Come on! Hands in the air and no funny business. Those creatures were from hell, from hell itself! If we go after them, they'll take us all! You can't just experiment on people, it's insane, it's inhuman! Exterminate! They always survive when I lose everything. Right, Paul. It is your turn to go first. It is definitely your turn to go first. first. It is. Yes, and you're just going to sit back now. (laughs) Relax. No. Um, I'm going to puff on my pipe. I'm glad you said pipe. (laughs) Um, I have to say, this probably wasn't quite as bad as I remembered it. Not to say that I liked it, (laughs) 
but it wasn't quite as bad as I remember it. Okay, okay. So, how did you remember it then? As bloody awful. <laughs> <laughs> and like I say, it's not and that to say conc- that I and, now like it. And that just... concludes Paul's review of <laughs> bloody awful. <laughs> it's still bad, but not as bloody awful as I remember no. it. No. <laughs> um, it, it's 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 parts of it's okay actually. I actually quite like the idea behind it as well. It's a yeah, I, I agree. It's a good, well, sort of good concept, isn't it? Yeah, it's just they. There's just oh, I don't know. It's I don't think there's actually there's not enough Daleks in it mm. to work. And part of me thinks there's not enough Daleks in it to work. And part of me thinks it's a bit of a shame that they spoiled the Daleks coming in when they did. It was quite interesting if you had the situation of not knowing that it was going to be a Dalek story. Although obviously the title sort of gives that away. Yeah, yeah. Um, it could have been. It could have been a story where they could have built to the Daleks arriving. They could have done really, but it, it was. Yeah, it was sort of. I mean, as you say, it was, it was in the title, so you knew what was coming. Um, and then the whole thing with the you know the Dalek. Actually, the, the scene with the Dalek coming up in the lift. Cause yeah, you had, you had that that round sort of opaque window in the in the lift. And when it opens, it, the Dalek eye stalk was directly behind it. So that was a nicely framed shot. I quite like that. Um, yeah. But... But like I say, yeah, it'd be quite know, nice if that had been the first, the first realisation that this is a Dalek story. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been a, quite a nice little surprise. But then, as, as we know, Doctor Who doesn't really do surprises these days, does it? No, it, it, no it's he can't quite... do it. I mean, it was advertised, wasn't it? There was... Well, not advertised, but it was mentioned before this was going to be a... A Dalek story, so yeah. Even before they'd named it, so yeah, that's it. We're never going to get. We're not really going to get that again. I don't think. No, I don't think so. Definitely not. Definitely not. But um, yeah. So what? What? I mean, what I, I like did the you fact want... that it was set back in the thirties, mm-hmm. and it was a good period to set it in with the Hooverville and the Empire State Building, and to a certain extent, I think the actual filming and framing of the shots and everything worked quite well. Yeah. Considering they never actually, well the actors certainly never went to New York. No, they didn't, did they? No, they just not... sent a crew to do exterior shots, didn't they, which they then painted into the Yeah, the bit a bit of a green screen and yeah. Um, yeah. But it's also yeah, it, I mean, I get you that does actually stand out quite a bit actually the fact that they're not there because you had that um obviously they they've enhanced a lot of the stuff with CGI, you know, with some of the sailing ships. Yeah, I mean, um, obviously, obviously they have to because on the Manhattan and everything, but yeah, the Empire State they, Building isn't now that visible. No, exactly. So you know, there's there's a lot going on there, but it, but it does look quite obvious they are standing in front of a green screen. Yeah, unfortunately, you know, it didn't sort of blend it into too too clever. But then again, it was a few years ago when this is done, and things have moved on a bit since then, yeah. haven't they? You know, so they can sort of uh, sort of map these scenes together a bit better now, but. I mean, what, what 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 else did you actually like about this then? And before we get on to the stuff you didn't, <laughs> this could be short. <laughs> no, actually, no. I did, I did like the just the general idea that the Daleks would now be look, decided. Right, okay. Well, what we've done so far's failed. There's only four of us left. We've now got to think a bit outside of. Well, I was going to say outside the box, but outside the case, maybe. Yes, the, yes. The correct phrase there. And that whole idea, and the fact that then they could be taking humans in a position where they wouldn't necessarily be noticed as disappeared. 
Actually, the one thing about that is I'm not quite sure that that would have been the major story on a newspaper. So I'm not quite sure that the newspaper owners would have been that bothered uh, about neither. people disappearing. No, that's basically, I mean, Whoville, it's forgotten society anyway. Yeah. So, as you say, no, it's not going to be reported in a paper. The, the police weren't interested. The newspapers certainly wouldn't be interested. No, precisely. Mainly because the people buying newspapers wouldn't care either. You could afford to actually buy a newspaper, wouldn't care. No, no. To a certain extent. No, I mean, that's the, I mean, that's the whole thing with, um, with RTD, though, isn't it? That whole thing he, he likes to use or, or sort of put in the media. If he's, yeah. got, if he's got a real-world story to do, he likes to have the media report on it all the time. Or you, yeah, this was you know. killed him that he couldn't do television. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Maybe he had... Uh, what, I've forgotten that... Uh, what's that um, American TV anchor he used to have on there all the time? Oh, yeah, I can't remember, yeah. Yeah, it, it might have been her great-grandmother or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's... Um, I wish I could remember that character's name now, but anyway. Um, yeah, I, I, I do know what you mean. That, that was a bit, um, a bit silly, really. Because you're, you're absolutely right, but... Um, I'm not... I'm, Interesting. I mean, why also? This is slightly tied in with Phantom of the Opera sort of thing as well, wasn't it? It was a yeah. It was to a certain degree. Um, but instead of the, the Phantom, which is a tortured genius, you've got Pigmen. Yes. Um, and even why? Well, why? As you say, even now when I watch it, I thought why? This, is, this, I think, is actually the thing that actually really annoys me about this episode is the fact that I, all all the way through it, all I can think of is why. Why are they pigmen? And there is no explanation for it. No, I can either. understand. I can understand that they're doing it, and it's all about genes and trying to create hybrid creatures. Yeah. So perhaps they would necessarily see what can the human be bred with, or can be its genes spliced with to make other creatures. And I could see they'd have to experiment on that. But why did they settle on pigs? And what, yeah, I just don't understand. I can't. I can understand if they'd done dogs because you could have then said, "Well, yeah, they're attack creatures, they're hunting creatures. You'd want your slaves to be yeah. that way." Pigs. Well, I mean, I, I know maybe they're sort of going from the angle of well, they use sort of like um, the, the sort of pig uh, valves, don't they, for like heart valve uh, replacement yeah. and stuff like that. But it doesn't mean to say you can, you know. Splice an entire pig into a human being. No. Um, I, mean, I, don't, I don't know what it is. Do Daleks like truffles? I don't know. Maybe they did. Maybe they look like a bit of bacon. Oh, I was going to say, perhaps that's what it is. When, the, when their hybrid army came out, they could all have a decent bacon sandwich. <laughs> but the other thing as well, I mean, I'm sort of skipping ahead a little bit here to, the, to next week's one, but as we're talking about the pigmen, the whole thing, they actually bred with a limited lifespan. Yeah. So surely that's a failure. So why would you make more? <laughs> this is what I mean. There is nothing going for these these no, people. absolutely nothing at all. There's nothing that works about these people no. that you can see that would be useful to do. So, um, yeah, so it's all full of, uh, the sewers are full of pigmen, and um, apparently New York in the 1930s is full of wise guys as well. Because <laughs> yes. uh, <laughs> everybody took to that New York. They're all like that. So, it's, it's, that, it's so hammy. Yeah. It really is hammy. And it's just, it's just everybody. And the fact is actually... Um, other than uh, the actress playing Tallulah, they all actually have some sort of American background, don't they? They do, yeah, and and it's sh- and, and it's- they still filed. They do. Um, well, the thing with um, the Tallulah uh, was it Miranda Raisin? Yeah. She, she's just playing that stereotypical um, sort of thick showgirl voice, isn't she? Yeah. 
Um, the high pitch, like um, I'm not saying Sandra Dickinson is, is thick, but um, but you know what I mean. That that squeaky, Ameri- high pitched yeah. American accent, which is great. Over Sonia. the top. Over the top. Yeah, with, with the occasional Jewish reference stuck in now and again. With yes. you know, a couple of Jewish sayings. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah, it was just bloody bloody awful. Um, and it's just also um, the name Tallulah. Now, looking on Wikipedia, they can't quite make their mind up what she's what she's named after. No, it's either um, Tallulah Banks or from Bugsy Malone, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. So they're sort of hedging their bets a little bit there, aren't they? Yeah. Tallulah Bankhead, sorry. Not Tallulah sorry, Bank- yeah. Yeah, Tallulah Bankhead. Yeah. Really, really grated on me, that character. I, it, yeah. And again, it was, just, it was just the stupid voice. Yeah, but Doctor, yeah. it's like that at the time. It's a bit like, bit like Nicola Bryant last week. <laughs> it is, yeah. Actually, I've gone from that to this now. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually making you think, well, you know, when they got to doing later on doing... Vincent and the Doctor, that they didn't decide to go for the, yeah, oh no, oh the no. comedy Dutch accent. <laughs> but, and you sort of think to yourself, actually, now in retrospect, I can see that that probably was a wise decision. <laughs> if when you try to do accents, this is where you go. Yeah, indeed. Oh, God. Well, there's so many other things as well. There was, there's so many sort of hammy speeches and, and, and hammy bits of acting in this. I mean, there was um, Solomon's, or it was uh, Hugh Corsi's character, Solomon. Yeah. Um, his speech about uh, fighting in the in the Great War, yeah, to sort of rally everybody. Um, again, I thought, oh, really? You know, it was so corny. It was, yeah. It's almost sort of like one of those, um, uh, sort of like those blokes who come, you know, those films sort of come back from from Nam and they sort of re- recount some story about fighting in the the jungle. And this is sort of like you've been in the trenches and that sort of thing. It was so, it was just awful. It was just awful. Um, and also, I mean, yeah, I can understand. I just, yeah, it just seemed a bit slightly out of place. Yeah, that, and you know, just the whole. I don't quite know how that society would have worked anyway with just one leader like that. No, and and I'm I'm not sort of trying to be any um, sort of have any controversial opinions here or anything, but um, also a black guy as well. Yeah, in the 1930s, I'm not so sure about that either. I mean, whether, whether that was the sort of one place where it would have worked in terms of because they was all I don't down know. And out, I don't I, know. I don't think so. But I think even even then, there was sort of uh, even in sort of uh, those situations, you still had uh, your sort of uh, race um, distinction amongst the classes. I think. Yeah. 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 I'm not, I'm not completely sold on that one. It's uh, but it's a shame because Hugh Corsi is a good actor, and yeah. I just think I just think he was wasted in this. Yeah. To be it was also honest. actually just the fact that the splitting of the bread. Yeah, I'm not totally sure that that was the right. That even in a society like that, they'd have uh, accepted somebody stealing, and the and, and would have just said, "No, don't fight. Here, have half. Here, half, uh, half each." And and, and then Connie walk off. So, hey, why didn't I think of that before? You know, yeah, it's oh, get off. Um, would still be that other person would still be furious that his exactly. half bread is gone. Exactly. Now, there, no fault of his own. Well, there's another little Solomon speech later on when they they sort of use it to to rally the inhabitants to sort of um, sort of defend themselves, as it were. Um, and there there's a lot of sort of poor acting from the extras. Sort of like, uh, uh, yeah, it's all a bit. Um, what do I do? What do I do here? It's, it's all as if they weren't getting any any direction. No, it, everything seemed a little bit lackluster and a bit half-hearted. I mean, I mean, the actual set of Hooverville looked great. Yeah, it looked like a you know, like a you know a shanty town, but it's um, considering it was in Wales. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are you trying to say, Paul? 
It's Wales <laughs> no. Week in July. <laughs> no, no, no. I was, I was saying considering that this was all shot in Wales it rather was. than yes. somewhere. Oh, I see. You yeah. actually blended it. I think you need to explain so, yourself there as well. <laughs> I've, I've absolutely got no problem with Wales. I've only had nice experiences in Wales. It yes. looks a lovely place when I've been there. Yes, indeed. Indeed, it is a lovely place. Um, whew, I think we got away with that one. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I just I I don't know. It was just it was just some really really poor stuff there. Um and also, I mean, the whole thing about the the pigmen cut through the sewers. I mean, how many manhole covers do you actually have in theaters? Yeah. Uh which, and, and only in theaters. Yes, only in theaters and um they're also locked from the outside or from above, above ground, which the pigmen can seem to open from the inside with no visible handles or locks. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, yeah, that was the thing. Actually, the doctor managed to lock. They locked them down there, didn't they? Yeah, but yeah, they, they must have been coming up through that way <laughs> for ages, and then they're back through that way later on. It's only when there's people watching that hatch that they can't open it. Yeah, I know. It's, it's... it's psychically locked. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. It really is ridiculous. I mean, I, I mean, you quite liked it, didn't you? Sort of, d- despite its shortcomings, it wasn't as bad as you remember. Uh, I don't go as far as to say I quite liked it. Okay, okay. Well, I'm going to say I still, I still hate the bloody thing. To be honest, <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I, no, I think I it's would, awful. It, it wasn't. I don't think it was as bad. I think I really, really, really ramped this one up to being awful, yeah. and it was just bad. <laughs> it was bad. It was bloody. It was just terrible. Um, the whole thing with like Laszlo as well. Right, okay, for, I mean, for what reason, again, which is not explained, he's only half transferred into a pig man. And yeah. then, you know, Tallulah sort of hears his voice in, in, the, in the sewers and doesn't recognise who it is. This is the man she, she's supposed to be in love yeah, with. she doesn't recognise his voice, but recognises his face. Yeah. Well, actually, even that, <laughs> even that took a while to, to, for the penny to, to drop for her, didn't it? And once it does, aren't you... At least gonna be. I mean, obviously she was a great stage actress because she showed no emotion when she realised it was him. Not at all. There was, there was no no, no no view of oh my god, what have they done to you? or anything like that showed on her face, did it? No, absolutely nothing. It was not even sort of like backing away in horror. There was nothing. Yeah, no, exactly. You'd expect even if you realised there there would be an involuntary movement. Yeah. There was for me. It's but why, this but has it, happened to somebody that you love. Well, there was an involuntary movement while I was watching this. It was, <laughs> it, it, <laughs> it was for the Rob switch, wasn't it? <laughs> I was going to say it was my bowels, but there you go. <laughs> but, no, um, no, it's just... And the other thing as well, it's the um, the, the, the song and dance uh, routine. I had forgotten there was... I had actually blocked it from my mind. I don't know. No, no I, okay, I, I don't mind it. Okay. It, it, it I mean, it, to, to be honest, actually, I actually not going to say I enjoyed it, but the actual fact that they bothered to do it. All right, fine. You've, if you set something in a theatre with showgirls and whatever, yeah, and you're setting it in this period, then fine. Yeah, sh- show some of it to make it to complete the the period piece of it. Mm. I didn't mind that actually. Well, I mean, I, well, how I, I, good it was or not is, is not well, a question, but the idea behind doing it, it, it seemed fine to me. Well, I mean, it's the whole thing of Martha interrupting it because she sees Laszlo, the, the half-pig boy, um, yes. across the other side of the stage. But, I and mean, tries to dance across behind one of the... Hide, yeah, yeah, a, yeah, that was ridiculous. That, that was ridiculous, yeah. Yeah, that was absolutely... You either run straight across or you go behind the curtain. Yeah, exactly. 
exactly. It was just it was just crap. <laughs> it was just absolutely crap. Um, but of course, you got um, all the way through this. You also got Mister Digerus, yes, as well, um, which we all know turns into a um, the, the Dalek human hybrid right at the very end. Um, yeah, he actually went into the. He actually gets taken by the Daleks quite a lot earlier than I thought. I yeah. actually thought he was in it till right till the end of the episode. That the whole being taken inside the Dalek, mm. I thought happened in the last couple of minutes, and then he comes out. But it's about fifteen twenty minutes from the end. I know, I know. It, it's oh god. Um, well, well, I don't know what to say about this really. When when because I mean. Again, the the originals. I remember the original surprise of this was ruined because it was on the front cover of the Radio Times, the the human hybrid, yeah. well, dark human hybrid. But of course, when you see it on screen, it doesn't get any better, does it? No, really. I, the, the whole <clears throat> story would have worked so much better if they just injected DNA, Dalek DNA, and it changed its personality mm. rather than it actually changed into this sort of Dalek human hybrid yeah. creature. If it just actually changed the Dalek's personality while it still stayed in its normal shape. Mm. Because obviously you've then got... Well, actually won't say because it's coming up for the next episode. Um, we'll recover that later. But there was no need for this. No, there wasn't. Absolutely none at all. It, it, I think just the fact... You know, what, do you know what would be really cool? Yeah. If, if we had like a, a Dalek human in a gangster suit... Yes. Um, so we're setting it in the 30s. Yeah, so, so with, a ma- with, you know, with a massive head... Uh, to hide all the uh, moving parts. Yeah. Um, and we put it in the gangster suit, because then we don't actually have to do the full body suit. It's full body suit. And, um, and we'll make it look like something out of Jerry Anderson's space precinct. Yes. So, which wasn't Jerry Anderson's finest hour. No. So, so you, if you're going to reference something that a, a genius of science fiction television has done, you don't reference the worst thing he's done. Um, no. Yeah, and those... And those um, Tentacles, yeah, which just distracted you, didn't they? They do because they look like six dicks hanging off his head. I'm sorry. So, <laughs> so, so, and that's enough to distract anybody. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I just. Uh, well, it gives the answer of how they was going to reproduce, doesn't it? And that, uh, and that's the image they leave you with in the episode. <laughs> Six, 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 <laughs> six, six, six tally. Six, I was going to say you've got the image of six tallywhackers. But a good one in three D, sort of <laughs> looming at the screen, and that and that's that's that, that image is with you to the next week. <laughs> now that's something to make you be on the bloody sofa. Maybe that maybe that's it. Job done. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I actually hadn't really thought of it like that. And, and but now, so, now you know, folks, how my so, mind works. <laughs> now I'm scarred. <laughs> I was just sort of re- reintroducing this episode into my life. And now I'm like, <laughs> I have to consign it back. <laughs> you didn't re- know this episode ended in hardcore pornography, did you? Ah, <laughs> oh, oh, right, okay. Well, um... Do you think that's a good place to end this particular review? <laughs> yes, probably. Yes, I think so. Um, yeah, so it, it, after all this time, and it has been a long time since I last watched this. Um, well, actually, there's one other thing I forgot. Um, 
Andrew Garfield to play Frank, who's now the, the new Spider-Man, isn't he? Yes, that was actually a surprise because I'd forgotten about. I had forgotten about him. Yeah, um, being in this, yeah, yeah, he's probably about the best thing in it. Yeah, and uh, just such a little role. Yeah, yeah, indeed. So yeah, that's the yeah you know, the one thing I just sort of forgot about. But um, anyway, yeah, I think that's probably a good good place to leave this because next week we will be talking about evolution of the Daleks. <laughs> it just gets better, doesn't it? It does. Now hatred will double. <laughs> in its intensity, I, I have a funny feeling. So, oh dear. Right. So, um, that, that, let's leave that there. Let's yes. leave that there. Um, we'll leave that image in your mind of the six tallywackers. <laughs> next week, exactly. And uh, till next week. And um, yeah, we should return uh, next week with our um, sort of review or retrospective, I should say, of Evolution of the Daleks. So you've got that to look forward to. Or not, as the case may be. So, for another week then, it's goodbye from me, Phil. And it's goodbye from me, Paul. Goodbye. listening to the Who's He podcast. Please visit our website at whos-he-podcast.co.uk and please also follow us on Twitter at whos underscore he underscore podcast. The Who's He podcast is a member of the Doctor Who Podcast Alliance.